This podcast is brought to you by Touch a Life. Welcome to Happy Homes and Gardens. I'm your host. My name is Daphne Royce. I am a real estate broker, architecture, and interior designer. When I walk in into a stone and tire store, I feel like a kid in a candy shop. The hundreds of colors and type of products can be easily overwhelming. The technology has not sold down and new products are being continuously launched in the market in response to customers' demands. I am so lucky to have Megan Callahan here today. Megan is a manager with the Cosentino City, San Francisco, and will help us understand the products she has at Cosentino City and also provide some tips about kitchen services. Hello, Megan. Hi. Thank you so much for inviting me on your show. I feel honored and excited to be here today. Welcome. Please tell us who you are and what you do. Yeah. So my name is Megan Callahan, and I manage the San Francisco uh, showroom for Cosentino. We are located in the San Francisco Design Center. And so basically, Cosentino is a global manufacturer. We are based out of Spain, and we have about 170 locations all over the world. And so we manufacture a quartz product called Silestone, and we also manufacture Dectin, which is an ultra-compact surface, um, also known as the sintered stone. And then we are also the largest importer of granite out of Brazil. And so we are a huge global company. Um, So super proud to represent it in San Francisco. We have events with architects, designers, builders, contractors in our showroom to promote the brand. Um, And yeah, so it's great. How many stores in how many different countries do you know? Yeah, so we are in about 80 countries. So the really nice thing about our company, too, is we do everything from kitchen countertops to facade projects. So for an architect or designer that's specifying our material, if they are working on a project in Singapore, we don't have to ship the material from California to Singapore. We have a warehouse in Singapore. So it's really nice because you cut back on the lead time, the um, shipping fees. So it's amazing for architects and designers that are specifying projects all over the world. That's great. So that's basically environmental friendly as well. Yes. So one of the things I absolutely love about Cosentino, and I think it sets us apart from other companies, is that we care so much about sustainability, about being as carbon neutral as possible as we can be. Our company is always looking to innovate and um, become more and more sustainable. In 2020, we actually introduced hybrid technology into all of our Silestone products. So that means it's made with 99% recycled water, 100% renewable energy. Um, so I absolutely love that about our company. And I'm really proud that we care so much about that. I understand they are natural stones and other manufactured materials. Yeah. Please give us some insights of this surface materials. 
Yes. So I know a lot of times when customers, especially homeowners, are starting a remodel project, and we all know that so many people were beginning home remodel projects these past few years, renovating, remodeling, new construction. And it's really overwhelming of where do I begin? If you're remodeling a kitchen, it's okay, what's the best surface for my kitchen and my lifestyle? So I think it's really helpful to know the difference of the materials going into that first to be like, okay, what fits with with my life? So there's, you know, marble, which is a natural stone. Granite is also a natural stone. There's quartzite, which is a natural stone, not to be confused with quartz, which is a manufactured product. And then um, also ultra compact surfaces, which is our Decton. So I would say ultra compact surfaces are extremely durable. Basically, our Decton, which is an ultra compact surface, is made with 21 inorganic ingredients pressed together with a 25,000 ton pressing machine. So it's made to mimic the way that natural stone is formed in the earth using heat and pressure. So because of this, it has no resin. So it's completely heat resistant. It can take up to 1400 degrees. It has a 0.03% absorption rate. So in terms of a kitchen, what this means for you is you can take a hot pot straight out of the oven, set it directly on the counter. For a facade project, you can use this on facades, outdoor barbecues, flooring, pool coping, shower walls. I know I always joke, but it's totally true. In 2020, I was dyeing my own hair, you know, purple shampoo, etc. So for a kitchen or a, um, a shower wall, shower pan, you don't have to worry about anything staining Decton, which is amazing. So it's great for bathrooms makeup, anything acidic, um, nothing is going to stain it. Even architects will specify it in areas where they're concerned about graffiti because you can just power wash graffiti off of Decton. We actually, yeah, it's amazing. So I actually just visited our Miami showroom last week and they have Decton on the facade of their showroom. They will actually hire a graffiti artist to come out, paint a mural on the facade, and then they'll power wash it off and have a new artist come and, you know, do a graffiti art. So it's amazing. So I would say Decton, an ultra compact surface, is the most durable. That's also known as a sintered stone. And then there is quartz. So quartz, our silestone is a manufactured quartz product. It is made with 93% quartz and 7% resin. I think one of the things that sets our quartz apart from other companies is one, our hybrid technology. So it's sustainable, carbon neutral. And then also we use Breton technology to manufacture our silestone. So what that means is that Breton machines allow us to get the least amount of resin in our quartz product. So the lower the resin, the more heat resistant it is, the more chip resistant it is, crack resistant it is. So I can honestly say in terms of durability and quality, our silestone is top of the line in terms of quartz products. So um, I'm really proud of that. And just I feel really at ease selling our product because I know that we are 
um, top of the line, top quality, what customers are getting is the best in the industry. And so, but the difference between Quartz and Dectin is that Quartz has 7% resin. So it's not completely heat resistant. It can't be used outdoors. In terms of a kitchen, you're not going to want to put a hot pot directly on it. You would want to use a trivet or a, you know, hot pad. So in terms of for a designer, having that conversation with your homeowner is really important of just open and honest. Hey, you know, are you comfortable setting something hot on a hot pad or do you like to just put it anywhere on the counter? I think just having these conversations at the beginning, setting the stage and setting expectations for the material is going to make the customer happy. Everyone is just going to be happier when these things are out in the open at the beginning. And then from there, you can kind of decide, okay, you don't want to ever have to think about where you can set a hot pot. So maybe let's rule out quartz and point you more towards an ultra compact surface. I understand some people love to cook. They cook very yes. often, every meal. And some people yes. love to use a kitchen countertop as a workstation where they working with the kids, with crayon, with stuff like that. Do you have a recommendation for a specific kind of uh, clients to have a different needs and what will be the best materials for them? Yes, definitely. So I would say if you are an avid cook, I would say... Dectin is probably going to be your best friend because it is completely heat resistant. It is completely stain resistant. So anything acidic, lemon, um, wine, alcohol, it's passed the turmeric test. So any type of acidic, astringent, it's not going to etch. It's not going to scratch. You can actually cut directly on Dectin. So you don't have any need for cutting boards. <laughs> you wow. can those and make more space for, for other bowls and anything else that you want to put in your kitchen. Um, but actually, Dectin is used in the kitchen of French Laundry, the um, yeah famous restaurant up in Napa. So it is, I would say, the most low maintenance for a chef that just wants to be able to use their kitchen, not think about it. And uh, yeah, I would say that's the best option. So do they afraid to be chipped? If you have a very heavy weight dropped on the countertop, would it crack? No. So I would say, you know, any type of counter, if something is dropped hard enough, it will chip anything. But in terms of durability, when Dectin is installed by a certified, you know, fabricator, an installer. It is so durable. This product is used on facades. It has actually passed the Miami-Dade certification for hurricanes. So it can handle all of the elements of the earth. So it is extremely dense and durable. So I would say to not be concerned about that at all. Um, And then to touch on the other uh, materials. There is, you know, granite. It has been around forever. I would say um, right now in terms of colors that are trending, granite is not as popular in terms of kind of that small pattern. People are trending more towards the look of marbles 
And I would say a lot of people also like the look of quartzite because quartzite incorporates the look kind of more that linear vein, like a marble, but the durability of a granite. So quartzite is one of those stones that has the density of a granite, but gives the look of a marble. And I think that's, it's become very popular for that reason. And then I get a lot of people asking, well, if it's as durable as a granite, then why would I choose decked in over a quartzite? So one thing I would say is a natural stone, if it's polished, even if it's sealed, it's not going to protect against etch marks. So this the stone sealer will protect against stains, but anything acidic like lemon or wine, if the natural stone is polished, it might leave a dull mark. So anywhere where there's, you know, wine or alcohol left, you might have a dull mark on your counter. So when you're standing, you know, across the kitchen and you look at your counter and you see a dull mark, if that's going to bother you, I would say pick, go with Decton. I have a question about natural stone and manufactured materials. How to recycle them? Oh, that's a great question. So typically when, so say you're remodeling a kitchen, the fabricator who installs the new countertop will also remove the, you know, they'll, they'll take the old countertop with them. And a lot of times the fabricator will use the remnant pieces, or if you want to use those remnant pieces for another location in your house. But a lot of times the installer who's taking out the previous counter will use those as remnant pieces in their warehouse and then, you know, resell it to someone else that is maybe shopping their slab yard. I understand. Okay, great. Great. Uh, finally, is remodeling their kitchen. When is the best time to shop for their finished surface materials? Yes, I think this is a great question. Um, I would actually say picking out your slab in a kitchen. So the kitchen counter, the backsplash, that is the first thing that you're going to want to pick out because every other finish should kind of should tie in is going to be easier to match to the counter than doing the opposite. Because especially if you go with a natural stone, there's so much variance. So with a natural stone, you'll actually have to pick out your exact slab. That's also another difference between going with natural versus manufactured. Manufactured, every slab is going to look the same. You don't necessarily have to pick it out. With a natural stone, each slab, as you go down, you know, the quarry, each slab is going to look slightly different and the colors can vary a lot. So in terms of cabinet color, your floor, if you're doing tile or wood, you're going to want to pick your countertop first and then match your cabinet, the flooring, the wall paint color, all to that. I think that is, I get that question a lot from people just starting out their remodel project. And I always say, pick out your slab first and it's easier to kind of go from there and pick everything out around that. Question for you. So you said pick out the stone and then match with the cabinets. So how do you match with the surface color? 
Do you help people to also pick up the paint color as well? Yes. So I I have a degree in interior design. So I love when you know, even though at Cosentino we only sell and distribute you know our stones. I love when a homeowner comes in and they bring their cabinet color or they bring you know their their um, their floor color. We we do have paint swatches here, so we can make suggestions with homeowners. And I love going that extra step and helping people to kind of pull the whole room together because it can get really overwhelming. How about the backsplash? Do you help people to pick up different materials? We normally go with the same materials they have on the countertop. Yes. So I would say right now a huge trend is to just do the slab on the counter and bring that up on the backsplash. A typical backsplash goes 18 inches, is 18 inches from the counter to where the cabinets begin. And then a lot of people too are just bringing that slab all the way back behind their cooktop too. And it's a very clean, minimal look. And then if people want, you know, a more decorative tile or the subway tiles that have been a very popular farmhouse look, um, we do not sell that here, but they, we work in a design center building with lots of different tile showrooms close by and we have great relationships with everyone so we can kind of refer to each other. But I do, I would say that kind of that clean slab on the counter and bringing it up on the backsplash is a very popular look right now, especially with the marble looking materials. And it's also really great for cleaning too, because especially I would say if you are an avid cook, Think about, you know, the sauces splashing on the backsplash. If you have a lot of tile and grout that you have to clean that marinara out of the grout versus a slab where you can just wipe it down. I would say for the cook, for the person that's really using their kitchen, I would say go with a slab and bring it up on the backsplash because you are going to love not having to clean that grout. <laughs> Question for you about the manufacturing materials. Are they happy in weight, just like the natural stones? Yeah. So I would actually say for silestone, it comes in three different thicknesses. Dectin comes in four thicknesses. So Dectin starts as thin as four millimeters, which is two pounds per square foot. Then eight, mil- eight millimeters, which is four pounds per square foot. 1.2 cm, which is a half inch thick, and that is eight pounds per square foot. And then the most common for a countertop is two centimeters, and that's 12 pounds per square foot. Slab is about 50 square feet. So 50 times 12. Five by 10? Yes. Okay. Why do they have a different thickness? Is that the reason that they use different purposes? Yeah. So So I would say half inch is the thinnest that you're going to want to use on a kitchen counter, just because you need that durability, the thickness for, for the counter, just to, just for things on top of it, the weight of things, the thinner material is perfect for vertical surfaces, like a shower wall. It's lighter weight. 
It's uh, you can even so our four millimeter, you can just score and snap it with your hand. You don't even need a fabrication machine to cut that because it's so thin. So it's perfect for furn cladding furniture pieces. You can e even use the four millimeter on um, kitchen cabinets, the face of kitchen cabinets. If you just want to put Becton on there and not have to worry about, you know, grease from your hands getting on cabinets and just wipe it off easily. It's also a very modern look. So it's really nice because we have basically different thicknesses for every application. And then with our style stone, we start as thin as a half inch. I would also say in Europe, the really thin counters is a trend there. And I think it's picking up in the States as well. So it also, it just depends on aesthetic. I would also say if you're doing a, a counter where you're mitering the edge, basically a 90 degree, you bring it together, or you are doing a waterfall edge where you can't really tell the thickness of the slab, it makes more sense to go with the thinner slab because you'll be saving money on the cost of the slab. So there's a lot of different things that go into the decision on the thickness, but the thinnest for a countertop that you'll want to go is a half inch. Would you talk about more of the edge profiles? Yes. So for decked in, you are a little bit more limited with your edge profiles because it is harder to cut. So you're going to want to do an eased edge. You're going to want to do a mitered edge. So more squared off um, nothing super intricate or detailed, nothing, you know, really rounded with style stone. You can do the edge as though you're cutting a natural stone. So anything intricate, I would also say these are good conversations to have with the customer too, because if someone has the expectation that they want a very ornate detailed edge profile, then I would steer them away from Decton and point them more towards style stone or natural stone. Do people still do bull nose with something more curving on the edge? I would actually say bull nose is not really um, a thing anymore. I, yeah, because I know that was the go-to edge profile forever. But what I'm seeing now is it's called an eased edge. So basically you take the side of the slab and, and polish it. So it's finished, but it's not rounded. It's just, it's, it's more squared off, but it's just a clean look. I would say that is the new bull-nosed edge. It's called an eased edge. So what are the prices between natural stones and manufacturers? Yes. So I would say with natural stone, the price range, it there's a larger range in the price because with natural stone, it becomes, you know, some stones are more precious and there isn't a lot of it in the world. And so it's more, you know, it's the supply and demand. And so some natural stones can be, you know, $150 a square foot and they can be, you know, $10,000, $15,000 a slab. We actually have a line called Pregery. It's absolutely stunning. It's real gemstones held together with resin and you can backlight it. So we have one that is amethyst. So it's actually real amethyst. 
And I have seen, you know, customers use this on bar tops or, you know, put it on a vanity wall. And I call it jewelry for the home because it really is. It's like buying a tennis bracelet for your powder bath. I, it's a statement. It is gorgeous and it's stunning. And for that customer that wants something super unique, I think it's absolutely beautiful. Um, those slabs are, you know, around 15,000, 17,000 a slab. So I would say with, with natural stone, it just varies more. You know, you can get a marble that is very common for $900 a slab. And then it can go up to, you know, $20,000 a slab just based on what you're getting. And then for our style stone and Decton, in terms of material costs, those are pretty comparable in um, price. I'd say it varies on the uh, thickness, but it's between, I would say, anywhere from, we also have different price groups. So I'd say between $800 a slab to $2,500 a slab. So there's a smaller range in the manufactured. It depends on the color or it doesn't matter? It does depend on the color. So some of our more, um, you know, not as ornate or not, you know, the marbly looks are going to be more expensive than some of the solid colors. So it really just depends. And, you know, I love having that conversation with customers too, because sometimes they're like, you know what, I want to spend more in the kitchen and the master bath, but I want to save in the secondary bathroom. Or, you know, I think it's a great conversation to have too, when talking about if someone has a you know, rental home that they're like, this is going to be a rental property. I don't want to spend as much money as I'm spending here on my, you know, that I would spend on my personal home that I'm living in. So I think having all of these conversations too is super helpful and helps you guide the customer into picking out the right material for them too. Can you tell us how to care for kitchen countertop and backsplashes? Yes. So with a manufactured product like Silestone or Decton, you can use anything as neutral as just mild soap and water. You can also use, especially on Decton, you can use, if you just want to throw Clorox on there, you can. Nothing is going to stain it or um, bleach it, anything. It's not porous at all. But you can just use pretty much anything as mild as you want on both Silestone or Decton. You don't have to use anything specific. With natural stone, you are going to want to use, like a, if you're cleaning a marble or granite, you are going to want to use a special stone cleaner. Because if you use anything like Windex, that acid is going to um, basically slowly remove the sealer. And so you want to use, there's actually a product by Stone Tech. It's called Revitalizer. And it's a spray that you can spray onto marble. Um, you can spray it on your granite countertops. And it kind of reseals as it also cleans your counter. But you do want to make sure that you're not cleaning your natural stone with anything like 409. You want to stay away from that. Want to stay away from Windex. That's all going to kind of slowly take off the sealer 
and make your stone more porous. How about just a regular soap and water would that still damage the surface and the silver? Yes, it it might, depending on the the soap. So I would say with natural stone, the best thing to clean it with is a special stone cleaner. How about the installation turnaround time? Mm-hmm. Would it make yes. any differences between natural stone and the manufactured stones? Yes. So this actually 100% depends on the fabricator's schedule. So the fabricator is the person that is going to take the drawings, measurements of your kitchen cabinets, and then be able to tell you, this is how many slabs you need to purchase. And um, they are going to get you on their schedule to cut your slabs and fabricate it to fit your kitchen specifically. It all really depends on how busy they are and how many projects they have um, lined up. So it really depends. It can be, sometimes they can get you on their schedule in two weeks and sometimes it's four weeks out. So what I would say right now, because, you know, everyone is remodeling right now, it's a super busy time. There's, you know, some port issues of products getting stuck at the port. And so I would say for the customer that is remodeling right now, I would say, If you can pick out your slab, your material, um, I would say order that a couple months before you want it installed to give a little leeway in case there is, if you need to transfer a slab from another location, that can take about three weeks. And then to give that leeway for the fabricator's schedule, you're going to want to kind of in your head, give that two to four weeks rough time of, okay, that's probably what the time frame is of when they're going to receive my slab, cut it and be able to install it. How about on site? Would they spend some time to install on site? Yes. So they will install the material on site. That's usually done within a day, depending on how big, you know, the project is, but usually they cut everything at their warehouse before delivering it to the job site. Okay. For what you see recently, what is the most popular color countertops? Yes. So I would say, you know, the white marbles are a very popular look. We actually just released a new collection with Decton called Anirica. And it has five gorgeous colors of Decton that all are marble lookalikes. And they're stunning. But I would say that is super popular. I also think it's classic. I don't think it's something that's trendy that's going to go out of style. So I think it's it's also great for resale value. I think when someone walks into a home, I do have customers that will walk into my showroom and say, we're planning on selling our house in a couple of years. So we're thinking about what other people would want to see when they purchase our home. And I always steer them towards, you know, a white marble, white with gray, it's neutral, it's classic. I think when someone walks into a house with white walls and they can picture making it their own and they can picture putting their furniture in their, you know, it's like a blank slate that they can do whatever they want with. 
Do you know how often people remodel their kitchen? Like every 10 years, every 20 years? Yes. <laughs> so I would say, I would say it really is, it's not something people do often. It really is, I would say, once every 15 years. Okay. Depending on, depending on the people, but it really is something that, you know, and so I also, I love to have that conversation with clients too of, you know, this is something that you want to love because it's not something that you change every year. So just go with something that you love. And then I always, I always tell people too, because I call it designing by committee. So when we all do this too, when we're trying to make a decision and we can't decide, we ask our neighbor, we ask all of our friends, we ask 20 people and everyone is going to have a different opinion at the end of the day. But I always like to remind people, this is the house that you're going to be living in and you want to love it. So go with what you love. Obviously too, if you know you're going to sell your house in a couple of years, you're going to want to be thinking about resale value. What would other, you know, kind of go with a safer option. But I always try to remind people, this is the house that you're going to be living in. And even though you're getting everyone's opinion at the end of the day, really what matters is, do you love it? I have one more question for you. When people pick out the countertop and backsplash materials with you, do they actually use the same materials for their floors? in the kitchen? I would say no, not typically. So with our Decton product, you can use Decton on the floor, but I would say if people are using a color on their kitchen in the backsplash, they'll pick out a complementary color for the floor, or if they're doing a different tile or a wood, they will pick a color that complements the, you know, the color scheme of the kitchen, but not the exact material on the floor and on the counter. So on top of your head, can you tell me how many colors that you have in your showroom? Yes. So I would say, gosh, we have probably 40 colors of Silestone and 40 colors of Decton. So and then our natural stone line, which we have um, so many colors. And then we have our pecturey line, which is basically real gemstones held together with resin. We have about, I think, 10 colors of those. And then our natural stone, our natural stone has to be selected at one of our warehouses. Our closest warehouse is in Union City. We do have small six by six samples of the natural stone here. Not all of the colors. Again, though, kind of like what I said is it varies so much slab to slab. So that is something that you would want to select at our warehouse in Union City. But we have hundreds of colors to choose from. And I know that even just the sound of that can get overwhelming for customers. But truly, it really does get narrowed down. Once you have, you know, kind of an idea of what you want your color scheme, we can really narrow it down to two or three options. So it's not as overwhelming. You know, it's like, I feel like when I go to a makeup counter, I can rule out, okay, I don't like any of these lipstick colors. None of these look good on me. None of this is what I want. You narrow it down to a couple and it's less overwhelming. 
Just like you said, when you pick up makeup, there's always a trend. Like if people want the pink today, not the red. Yeah, see that for the kitchen countertop colors, and also like people only want whites. Maybe tomorrow's will turn gray. Yes, no, totally. It's so true because even I would say, remember, I think it was like five, ten years ago where everyone, everything was gray. Everyone was painting their house walls gray. I remember.、Um, I'm forgetting. It was the Benjamin Moore, a、oh, Revere Pewter, a Benjamin Moore paint killer. Everyone was painting their entire house Revere Pewter, and now the trend is white walls. And so I, I completely agree with that. There are trends. I do think, kind of like what I said though, in regards to the white marble looks, I would say that is classic and not trendy. And then I would also, I would also advise a homeowner. That you know, maybe say they love, you know, I, I think、um, kind of a coral color is trending right now, and I'd say if you want to incorporate that, maybe put that. If you are really looking at long term, but you're not sure if you're going to love that forever, I would say go with something neutral on your counters because that's not something you're going to change. And then paint your walls a fun color because that's an easy fix. Or you know what, add some accessories or add towels. That you know, add pillows in a fun, or even you know your art. You can go a little bit more trendy with that. But for the hard finishes, I always advise to kind of go more neutral, go more classic, because it's not something as easy to change and switch out. You can always go in with the soft finishes, change that, change your wall color, change the pillows, even you know, get a new accent chair. Um, so yeah, that's what I would advise. That's great advice. Well, thank you so much, Megan. You made a very informative interview about stones, about kitchen design, about this countertop services. I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. <laughs> you have just listened to Tall Radio podcast. For more podcasts, visit www.touchalife.org.